Welcome to Beacon 76. I'm Jason. I'm William. everybody we're happy to have you today uh yeah we're just going to go ahead and let you know if you want to reach out to us you can hit us up on our instagram at beacon underscore 76 uh and or you can hit us up on our email at beacon 76 show at gmail.com yeah and um thanks again for listening yeah we've got a lot of uh, people viewing our instagram right now one of our posts got over eight thousand views eight thousand crazy yeah me, uh, more recent one uh, got a little over 5,000. So for those of you that are checking our Instagram, we appreciate you. Definitely. Tr- try to get the word out. Try to, you know, send people towards <laughs> listening to the podcast maybe. That would be huge if you could help us get some listeners to, you know, start checking out our podcast. You know, that would that would be great uh, for, for us, for for our growth and whatnot. So we would really appreciate that. If you were to watch, like you said, if you were checking out our, our Instagram, man, hit the comments, shout us out on social media that, Hey, these guys are trying to get this thing up and coming. Listen to them. You know, I mean, not too bad. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you think. Yeah. But, we appreciate all the feedback uh, from you regarding the, the podcast itself. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or hit us up on Anchor through um, the link in our bio on Instagram. Yeah, definitely. Leave us leave us some comments. Leave us some ideas. We'd really appreciate it. So on that note, last week we jumped into the MCU timeline. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a great time doing that show. I loved it. I'm, I was excited to even get it started off. And... Um, I'm excited to continue on with it. So we're just going to go ahead and keep on diving into the MCU timeline in the chronological order. Um, with that being said, the next show in that chronological order from where we left off would be Iron Man 2. Right? No, it's Thor. Oh, no, you sure? Yeah. yeah Thor. We, did, we, we finished did. with Iron Man 2. That's right. We're jumping into Thor. Mm-hmm. So this is the first installment of Thor... Uh, when it came out, it was a it, it, it was a it was a good it was a good movie, right? It was a good movie. This is I'm trying to be I'm trying to be in this tunnel vision of mindset of talking about Thor right now, right? Because I know I know where Thor is, in, in, in as far as the movies that have came out prior to this one, right? So I'm just trying to talk about this particular movie when I was actually watching it, and it was a good movie. I'm not saying that it was my favorite movie or that I was too overly blown away by it, but at the time it was a great movie and I I was excited to see it. It, it was a necessary movie. It uh, was definitely it, necessary. It was another one of the origin movies, but it didn't have the same feel that Iron Man did as far as the origin movie for Iron Man. Mm. Or even the Incredible Hulk movie, which wasn't actually the, an origin movie itself. It made you, with the Incredible Hulk movie, it, it was kind of letting you know that you should already be familiar with this character. This is kind of the advancements that have been progressing of his story since he first became the Hulk. Right. So, But this movie is more about the, the origin story for Thor and, mm-hmm. you know, 
introducing you to Asgard and the people that he fought alongside and you have this <clears throat> this kid he, he he's a grown man but he's acting like a child <laughs> who's at some point supposed to rule over Asgard right. the way that his father did right exactly and this is this is that first that as far as we knew at the time because Again, Captain Marvel hadn't been out yet, right? So we didn't know about all that prior. Uh, but this is the first actual encounter with another being, right? Mm -hmm. That we knew of, mm -hmm. right? Somebody that's coming from a different planet and actually causing some crap down here on Earth. And it was, it was a big moment for, for the world. You know, like, what do we do now? There's actually other people out there in the world that got more abilities, technology, and power than we do. Mm -hmm. So we have to start rethinking our strategy here. Well, let's rewind a little bit because the reason that Thor came to Earth is because of him not behaving. It, it was. You it know, wasn't he, his intentions. To no. And his father was basically <laughs> kind of grounding him. It's you know, like, you know, casting him out, say, hey, you're grounded. You need yeah. to get your act together. Yeah. You're not allowed to use your hammer anymore uh, until you're worthy of... Of using it. Yeah, it's like a toy. It's like, you can't play with your toy anymore. Yeah, I'm taking away, I'm taking away your tablet until you can actually be responsible. And so he cast Thor's hammer out and Thor to Earth, and he, he has no way to get back. Nah, man. He put him in some serious timeout to reflect on life in general, you know. And then it finally comes to this, you know, as you know, as the story goes along, he starts to come to this realization of where what's important to him, you know, and where he what what mindset he needs to have in order to be worthy of this hammer, mm -hmm. you know, to be the leader that he needs to be. And the, this movie didn't really have like a big bad guy in it. I mean, it introduced Loki, his brother. Yeah. And there was like this secret that was kept in the family that Loki was adopted that we find out in this movie. True. Which kind of, in its own, you know, that had its own little vibe to it. Other than that, something about uh, all of this movie taking place in this small rural, rural town. Right in the middle of the desert. It didn't mm -hmm. really even seem like it had any kind of like. It didn't have any of that big city feel like most of the movies have had. It didn't have any kind of big. You know. I don't know. It just did. It felt really small. Mm -hmm. You know, it felt really small and really just. Yeah. So compact for, yeah, as far I, as the movie. I agree. For so for a character that's supposed to be a god. You, right. You basically put him in a box. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, but there were uh, there were a lot of other characters in addition to Thor that were introduced in this movie with uh, Jane Foster mm -hmm. and uh, this, and and Darcy was also in this movie as far as um, you know with her being in WandaVision right now. Right. Yeah. Exactly. She was finally introduced into the movie. This was the first introduction of her. Exactly. Um, again, we still had Phil Phil uh, Coulson in the movie, mm -hmm. and he. He's the one that shows up and, you know, 
putting a barrier around Thor's hammer and we first see Hawkeye mm-hmm. kind of helping. Thor tries to break in and he doesn't have any of his abilities, not no. worthy of it. And they basically mess up Thor in the process of him trying to retrieve his hammer. Right, exactly. And then he, I mean, as the story goes along, I mean, it's just this, it's this story, it's this process this, of him kind of, like I said, kind of coming to this realization of what kind of person he wants to be. And then finally he comes to the realization of, you know, what's important to him, you know, which makes him worthy enough to be able to carry this hammer, you know, and I, I get it. I understand it. I, and like you said, it was definitely something that was needed, you know, as far as kind of learning who he was. Like we said, I just feel like this movie was really small. You know, I felt like it needed more. So I needed more. It, if you think about it, I feel it like I don't. I just feel it was missing this, so much. This movie seemed more not about Thor. It was titled Thor, but it showed a little bit more of the mischievous side of Loki. It was more of a Loki origin story because he was he was uh, now that Thor was out of the way in on our planet, he was trying to rule Asgard and take over the throne of his father. Yeah, I mean, that is true. It definitely does does give that whole storyline of, of Loki, for sure. Like, if you think about it in that sense, like, you're definitely getting more of a, a, an origin story of Loki and his whole, you know, mischievous behavior and wanting to be the, the next king of Asgard. You know, I'm feeling like it's his entitlement and his right. He's the one that ends up sending, like that big metal. And what was that thing called, man? I don't know. I don't remember. We're horrible. He ends up sending that to this town, (laughs) where there's literally no threat to try and. What was that town even called, dude? I don't know that either. Dirtville, USA. (laughs) There, there's something to be said about some of the elements of the movie that we don't remember. Right, like that was. Man, if there was a total, like, just hole in the wall town, and he, <laughs> they found it. Mm-hmm. Or they just built it. I, I, I have a feeling that they probably just built that somewhere in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> it was, I don't even know, man. That was crazy. Because it's crazy, because, like, most of the movies, most of the TV, I mean, the Marvel shows that we've watched, they've all taken place in some sort of big, like, City, city, you know, or something is going on in the city, or something is going on in some sort of big, grand, you know, universe. And this Thor movie happens in some dirt deal. I just, I don't know. It was hilarious to me, but hey, it 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 like it was necessary. It brought us to come to understand who Thor is, you know. Showed us Thor, introduced us to Loki and his ulterior motive of being who he wants to be and kind of getting to see this picture of who the kind of guy he really is and their relationship together Thor and Loki you know how Thor loves Loki wants to be the brother wants to be have this brotherly relationship with him you know but how Loki in the same sense loves his brother but yet 
is is more than willing to stab him in his back. Oh yeah, several times over. Several times, several times. So, but I don't. Other than what we, I mean, this movie just in some senses. I mean, seeing it on the big screen is fine, but then knowing that Marvel was still kind of starting out with these mm-hmm. individuals, I understand maybe there was a budget thing. There, I, you know, yeah, I mean, there probably was some sort of budget issue. I don't know because it just didn't seem like they put a lot of effort into this one Mm-mm. at all. I'm. I think it, for me, it is my least watched Marvel movie. Mm. No, there's another one in the MCU that for you, for me, yeah. But I'm saying for me, for me, this is probably my least watched. Yeah, I'll 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 let you know which one when we get to it. That's That's your least least watched, watched, and I'll see if I agree with you. Mm -hmm. All right, definitely. You ready to move on? Yeah, moving on, moving on. Let's move. Yeah, let's keep it. Let's keep it rolling. We have the uh, the epic Avengers. The Avengers. Mm -hmm. This is the. This is the combination of all of the movies and all the char- individual movie characters that we've seen so far yeah. finally getting together. Yeah, coming know? together. And yeah. what what's interesting about this is that they don't know that they're going to be the Avengers. They're all introduced into this... Initiative. Or this... No, it was more they were introduced into this, like... No, Iron Man, Iron Man was approached... And Captain America was kind of like, hey, I want to show you something, you know. Well, yeah, he was approached because he was by Nick Fury, but he wanted, I get what you're saying. He wanted to show him something, but he was approached. And in The Incredible Hulk, it wasn't, it didn't show that Bruce Banner was actually ever approached. It showed them approaching um, General Ross. It was um, in the Easter egg that we talked about in our last episode where Tony Stark went in the bar and talked to right. Ross about it. Right. Then in the Avenger movie... We see, see Bruce Banner. Yeah, and then um, Scarlet... Uh, Black Widow actually goes and, you know, convinces him to come mm-hmm. aboard, come on come on board with whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you're right on that. But... Uh, this is the blockbuster it's, movie. Yeah, this, this is this is this this was the one that just kind of brought it all together for you, and then like we were saying with Loki, you, you you're getting this big picture of the kind of guy that he is. Because mm-hmm. he ends up being kind of like a a minion of something bigger. This mm-hmm. is the movie where we know that okay, so Loki is like this. You know, he he gets into some stuff. I mean, he's. I don't know if you're aware of this, but he's the god of mischief. He is the god of mischief. Yes, I know that. So he, he the he's, actor lives up to Tom Middleton lives up to portraying Loki. Yeah, as, man, causing mischief. Yeah, dude. yeah. And but you're right. You can see that he's the minion mm-hmm. because there's this point when he is, you know, before all of the everything goes down. You know, he's obviously being, you know put in this situation by others that are in charge right and we finally get to see them who's really in charge of everything that's going on like just a, a sliver, sliver a little peak yeah a little glimpse of the of the you know the big dog in charge and that being Thanos mm-hmm. uh, but it you it, 
you really get this feeling like, okay, so this is just another one of those pawns that Thanos is using, right? Because he did the same thing with Ronan. It's another one of those pawns that Thanos is using to get uh, control of or take over planets the way that he wants it, you know, how he wants it to be done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we see Loki kind of like in the beginning of the movie. He uh, <laughs> he kind of is apprehended by Captain America and mm-hmm. Iron Man, mm-hmm. and they're in like a helicarrier. And I think Wonder Woman—I mean, not Wonder Woman—Black uh, Widow is on on the uh, on the uh, Quinjet, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, sure, uh, Thor shows up and apprehends Loki, flies off, and Iron Man goes after him, and you hear, and then <laughs> Captain America just jumps out with, with right. nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, what the heck? Yeah. And this is our first, um, we, it's our first interaction between the Avengers, cause with them not knowing who each other are. Yeah. It's just Thor trying to get his brother back and talk some sense into him. Right. And then you've got Iron Man thinking that Thor's a threat. Mm-hmm. Because Loki's a threat. Right, because Loki's a threat. So he thinks Iron he thinks Thor is taking is you know, trying to help Loki out. So he goes after Thor. And then Iron Man I mean not Iron Man, but Captain Marvel is trying Captain to Captain America. Captain America is trying to figure out everything that's going on, so he jumps out after all of them. You know? Mm-hmm. And then you see this kind of like well, fight scene basically between Thor and Iron Man. To Iron begin. Man to begin with, mm-hmm. you know, and they and you think that because Thor is a god that he's gonna dominate Iron Man, but that's not the case. That's not the case. That's he crazy. Uses, he uses that lightning from Thor to kind of like repower yeah, his arc reactor to up his arc reactor. Yeah. Like what he did. I mean, it went up to like four hundred percent. You know, so. Uh, yeah, and then you you see the the abilities that Tony Stark has with his Iron Man suit to be able to even take on a god, mm-hmm. right? Which is crazy, mm-hmm. to say the least. And then you get that one, you get that final scene where Captain America finally comes in and gets everything to stop. Yeah, he kind of comes in as a referee. Right. You know, even he is attacked by Thor, and. We tell them to lay we the see, hammer we down. see the real the I mean in the first Avenger we saw that his shield can deflect bullets right fine but now you have Thor's hammer coming down on it and it just obliterates trees yeah which even shocked the crap out of Thor when he saw it happen he wasn't expecting that because he normally is able to lay that hammer down and it just destroys whatever it hits. But then he goes and does that against Iron Man. I mean, Captain... can't even talk right now, dude. Captain America's shield, and like you said, what it does, like he wasn't even expecting that. He's like, what? A, these these guys are a little bit more than I was expecting, for sure. And so we fast forward to at some point where they all kind of sort everything out. They know who each other are, and huh. they get back on the helicarrier. So just real quick... Real, there, there's a point in the movie where uh, maybe you didn't realize. Or I, I, my daughter actually showed me this, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. But yeah, it's true. 
there's a point when Loki, because I don't, he doesn't realize that he what he's carrying at the time. No, in 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 his scepter. Yeah, he's actually has two Infinity Stones at one point, and he doesn't even realize it, because he has the Tesseract. Okay. And he has his scepter. Where is the Tesseract at? He grabs the Tesseract from Shield when he when he arrives. In I don't I don't I don't so remember when he, him okay, having. When he arrives, when he comes down to the planet through the portal. Okay. What's opening the portal? The Tesseract. Oh no no no! You're talking about uh, the preview for the Loki trailer that's coming out. No, I'm talking about the Avengers movie. No, I don't remember that. When he. Okay, so how did he get? How did he open up? How was the portal opened up in the beginning of the Avengers movie? I don't. I don't remember. I'm telling you. If you look at, if you watch. Oh, that's right. It was opened with the Tesseract. The Tesseract okay. was opening up now the portal to space. Mm-hmm. Right. He came through the portal. Okay. When he came through the portal, what was he carrying? His staff. Right. When he. He had his staff, and he grabbed the Tesseract from... I don't remember. Dude, come on. All right. We're sorry, man. We're just... I'm trying to get my, my partner here to get on board with me. <laughs> it's here. all right. It's irrelevant. No, I'm just saying, but at some... There's a point in the movie where he has two Infinity Stones, and he doesn't even realize that he has two Infinity Stones. Well, he's a puppet. He I, exactly. It just... It, but if you think about that, it's so crazy, Right? That he actually has this all this power in his hands, and because he doesn't know exactly what is going on, or he doesn't even know the big, the big grand scheme of things, he's totally oblivious to it. Well, they kind of crazy. It it does make sense because in Endgame, when they go back to that moment, mm-hmm. they were like before going there, they realize that there's three Infinity Stones in New York at one time. At one time, and because, they all got to split up to go get them all. Right, because they don't realize that Doctor Strange is in that same. Uh, in that same vicinity with his Infinity Stone. Well, he he hasn't gotten there yet, but the Infinity Stone is there. Well, at the time, what I'm saying, at the time that they went back, they didn't realize that Doctor Strange was at that time, mm-hmm. in that timeline. Yeah. So, so anyway. All right, I'm with you about the um, him having two Infinity Stones. I'm sorry that we kind of took a detour there. No, nah, man, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about Marvel, so it's, it's, we're talking about this MCU timeline. But anyway, uh, that was cool. I thought that was great. Uh, but we we kind of fast forward from their initial fight scene between mm-hmm. the three of them, and then they're all in the helicarrier, and Hawkeye ends up blowing out one of the engines of the helicarrier yeah, just with one arrow, one arrow, <laughs> one shot. Yeah, that's that's just how he <laughs> rolls, man. He just he's able to, you know, hit that right target wherever he wants. And then you have. Uh, uh, Captain America and Iron Man trying to work together to be able to get that that turbine working again. Which is crazy because in the scenes before, prior to that even happening, they were just in this like heated argument, you know, about how Tony Stark's is not willing to, you know, be the guy to jump on a grenade. You know, and those and they are, just have this big old argument and conversation about you know, take off the suit. Who are you? You know. Little playboy billionaire philanthropist, you know. Yeah, that that banter and the back and forth between them, those are all seeds that are planted for their rivalry later on in the MCU. It is. It all is. But it's crazy how they go from. It's like that. It's like that 
thing you have with your brother or your good friend, man. You have these moments where you just like this. You can't stand each other. You don't see eye to eye. You don't see eye to eye, and you're arguing, and you're going at it, and then something happens, and it clicks. Oh, sorry, and it clicks, and then you're like automatically have each other's back. Mm-hmm. And it's that's that moment. That was that. It's moment. like, oh wait a minute, I'm the only one that can mess with my brother that way, not yeah, you. Not you. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, also, while they're on the helicarrier, we get to see um, Bruce Banner. Hulk out, uh, yeah, and face Thor, and, um, and and again you think, okay, you have the Incredible Hulk, you know his strength, and then you see Thor, and he, and you think a god versus Hulk, we yeah. already know that Iron Man could step up to Thor. Let's see what's going to happen with this interaction, and mm-hmm. that's a that's a fight scene in itself, in, in itself, in yeah. itself, that's amazing. Yeah, you know the jet fighter outside that that the Hulk jumps on, um, you know the irony of the Hulk not being able to lift Thor's hammer, <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, but that is so true. But if you think about it, like the craziest thing is 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 Black Widow, mm-hmm. right? Now, granted, she was running for her life. But her ability to be able to not be scared out of her mind so much in the presence of a Hulk, right? It's just crazy to me. Like, if you think about it, like, she had this ability. And she has no powers, bro, right? But she was able to, like, get herself free and stay in this state of mind where she was able to, like, not just completely, like, crap her pants. Now, that just goes to show how crazy her abilities are, just as her herself. I just, that that scene when she was trying to run away from him, you know, and she was like, oh, I'm going to shoot the steam. And she shot the steam just to kind of d- deter him and get him away so she could take off the, you know, and her ability to be able to, like, just manipulate things to try to free herself. I, I thought that was pretty cool, man, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, on the helicarrier, they, they end up keeping Loki in this jail cell that they end up determining yeah. that that was actually the intent for a holding cell for the Hulk. It was. It was supposed to be. But they put uh, Loki in it. And then Loki ends up trapping Thor in it <laughs> and dumping him out. And for for lack of a, a better way to phrase this, he, uh, they also end up, quote, unquote, killing Agent Coulson. Uh, yeah. This is true. They did. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. Yeah, yeah they supposedly killed Agent Coulson. Which but, was uh, a play for them, for Agent uh, Nick Fury to be able to kind of say, okay, look, this this guy died for the greater good of everything. Mm-hmm. You guys need to come together, pull, pull in the reins, and work as a team in order to yeah. take out this bigger threat. Right, right. Exactly. And it worked. Mm-hmm. They all, they all, you know, finally get their crap together, you know, and start working together to be able to eliminate this major threat that is about to hit, you know, New York yet again. New poor, York, poor, poor New York, poor New York City, man. Mm-hmm. Jeez, they're always, always doing something dirty over there. Man. <laughs> I don't know how many times that that city has been destroyed and rebuilt in in in, in movie sense. It's crazy. But yeah, that uh, 
that fight, that whole once it once that hit, man, and that then that scene where they're all kind of like, um, I put it up on our Instagram. It was our, you know, hey, this is our next season, next episode thing, and it was that that scene of um, all of them Assem- it, assembling together in a circle, you know. Yeah. Uh, that once that hits, and then they're out there fighting. <laughs> that reminds me of a joke I just came across that said, "Why are the Avengers so great with tools?" Why is that? Because they're always assembling. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> what was that one you told me a minute ago? You told me about. Uh, 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 what's uh, a What's a difference? What What do Daredevil and Wanda have in common? What does Daredevil and Wanda have in common? I, I knew it, but tell me what it was. They both lost their vision. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so true. Uh, but uh, in, in in this movie, um, the. Everything leading up to that attack on New York from the Kree and Thanos's ships and and yeah. all those characters and stuff. I mean, that was so fast paced, and it was Loki that was kind of leading the charge, which is crazy. You know, well, it's not crazy because it was be expected. You know, I mean, it's what he wanted. You know, he wanted to rule. He wanted to have this. He wanted people to be in awe of him, and he's always been that way. You know, he wants people to worship him, and he wants to be like the. And that was something that we were seeing in the Thor movie, is where he wanted to rule Asgard. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna be, kick me out of Asgard. Oh, here I am on Earth. Mm-hmm. These people are—they <laughs> don't have any power at all, and I do. Mm-hmm. I'm a god. Why am I not ruling over them? Exactly. Exactly. And uh, yeah, so just a. One thing that I love about these, when we get to the uh, actual Avenger movies, right, is Marvel's ability to be able to lead up to, through their storytelling, right? And then through not only their storytelling, but they also leave those Easter eggs at the end of most of their movies, if not all their movies, Mm -hmm. right? Which, a lot of the Easter eggs that they planted in most of their movies Basically, what they were doing was telling the the pre-story, right? Mm -hmm. So that way when you got to the actual Avengers movie, they have to tell all that. You already knew what was going on. So the minute those Avengers movies started, and they were going, they weren't doing no backstory crap. They weren't trying to like, you know, give you any reminders of what's going on. No, man, it was just straight out. Let's get this party started and let's go. And that's what I love about those movies when they get when they finally got to that point. It was just we're on. Yeah, the only one that they we are in agreement with that they should have done leading up to the Avengers is probably giving Black Widow her own isolated movie. Yeah, isolated. Which they're coming out after the fact. Yeah, that should have been. I'm, a long I'm happy time. we're finally getting one. Who knows? We might get several. Yeah. But that's another one that could have been done. Yeah, I I feel like that one. That's one definite movie that should have been done prior to the ending of uh, Endgames. At some point prior to all this, uh, Black Widow movie should have been put in there for sure. Then again, we don't know what's going to be in that Black Widow movie in order because there's going to be substance in there that's going to lay ground for the future of the MCU after that. Yeah, and like we said before, I mean, you don't see a body. doesn't mean a person's not dead. I mean, although we did see her laying on the ground. No, just... But 
again, we saw Gamora laying on the on the ground, and then we saw her again in in games, mm-hmm. right? So who's to say that we couldn't see Black Widow again at some point? You know, you never know. Could happen. So um, going back to talking about the uh, that final battle mm-hmm. in New York against Creed, what's one of your favorite scenes in that movie? <laughs> Well, while that's all going down. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I, I love the whole fight scene. I loved everything that was going on in that movie. But my favorite scene in that particular is when Hulk grabs Loki, dude. <laughs> when If you go on our Instagram, I put up a, 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 um, a, a video of this cartoon version of puppets. with And Hulk was a puppet. And he was... Uh, and he had Loki, and you know those, uh, you know those video games when you hit the like, you hit the hammer, and the hammer makes that squeaky noise. You mm-hmm. know, there's an Instagram video of, and I whack-a-mole. put whack-a-mole. the whack a moles, and he was using Loki as a whack a mole. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's funny. <laughs> it's hilarious, man. You should check it out if you haven't seen it. Go look on our Instagram. It's a hilarious video. Um, but yeah, that's that particular scene was just so hilarious to me i i la- i don't care how many times i've seen it every time i watch it i just i start laughing every time it's hilarious that's probably my favorite scene yeah and it kind of reflects on um you know the hulk's interaction he already encountered a god with thor yeah and it Loki here's loki telling him do you know who i am i'm a god oh my god you know yeah. and then he just throws him around like a rag doll <laughs> And then, then walks goes, off and says, "Puny God." <laughs> that moment at the end where he's just laying there, like. <laughs> my one of my favorite scenes in this oh movie God, is, you know, the Avengers are kind of all huddled together, mm-hmm. and Bruce Banner walks up on the scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah, uh-huh. and they're like come on, it's time to get angry. And he goes, that's my secret. I'm always, always angry. angry. And then that moment when he just starts transforming and he just Hulk smashes into that big centipede-looking Creed yeah. thing and oh. stops it in its place. Yeah. That was a moment, dude, for real. That was... That's another really good scene, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I... Pretty much... Everything that goes on in that whole particular fight scene—that they really did a great job. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of moments, a lot of moments, like the one with Black Widow when she, Captain America throws her, right, and she grabs onto the back of one of those ships that's fly, those little Kree ships that's flying around with them on it, and she's using it as she stabs him and she's using him as you know the the steering wheel to be able to get around. I think that moment was pretty cool too. So, and then this all leads up to a moment where um, we see the first sacrifice that Tony's willing to make for the greater good by kind of reguiding this missile, right? That's supposed to impact the city of New York up exactly. into the portal where all these Kree are coming from, yeah, and letting it go, and he manages to come back through the portal before it explodes, yeah. Um, so th- this is true and then he falls through and then that moment when uh hulk catches him uh i thought that was a funny scene too at the end when hulk catches him and then 
yells at him. He yells at him. <laughs> and then he wakes up and he's like, you didn't kiss me, did you? <laughs> That's great. All right. Uh, and then he goes, uh, so there's a, um, there's a, there's a part of the fight scene, right? Um, where Tony Stark is flying around and he passes this restaurant and you can, if you're watching it, you can actually see him pass the restaurant, okay? And at the end of the movie, he's laying there and he's like, "Hey, does anybody know what this what shawarma sh- sh- chicken shawarma chicken shawarma is?" Right? Have you ever had chicken shawarma? No, man, never had it. There used to be a place down here uh, on Seacoast that w- was selling it. It's what is it? It's really good seasoned. Chicken, it's Mediterranean chicken, and it, it's it's or like Greek Mediterranean chicken. Uh-huh. Well, it, it's, it. it's right up there. With, you like euros? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, come on now. Yeah, man. it's right up there with euros. Oh, all right, all right. But anyway, he says um, we should go check out this. Go get shawarma after this, right? And then there's this cut scene after it's all over where they're all sitting around the table, you know, at that restaurant. And you can see, it's crazy, because if you're paying attention, you can actually see the restaurant that they're going to go to prior to that even scene happening. Yeah, I heard a piece of trivia about that scene recently, is um, that uh, Chris Evans started growing his beard out before that was shot, uh-huh. and so he had to like cover his face with like the sandwich it's or in, something. No, it's in there. It's in. If you go and look at it, if you go and look at the scene, I actually, I'm going to post it on our Instagram. I have it. I have a video of it. I'm going to post it on our Instagram. So if you go on our Instagram, you'll see the scene that we're talking about. And there's actual footage in there. And yes, Chris Evans is sitting there with his hand up on his... <laughs> he looks so depressed, right? But he's sitting there with his hand up on his uh, cheek. Oh, they're all tired from, oh, yeah. it, from it's fighting. Like, it's like one of those, like, oh my God, is it only Wednesday moments in your life? <laughs> you know? It, it's a great scene. It's definitely a great scene. So, But yeah, and that's probably another one of those great moments in the movie that I like but it didn't even make the cut and you have to actually watch it in the cutscenes. so anyway great movie I love the Avengers movies for sure um, and this one was the first one in the batch and they did an amazing job with it for sure so we're, we're gonna go from a high peak of the Avengers to kind of a very low bar on the rung of movies in my opinion well we're gonna start we're gonna start going back to the um Individual. Individual movies again. And this one is the last installment of Iron Man with Iron Man 3. Yeah, this one, uh, I don't think it, it... It didn't get the love that maybe it might have deserved in some parts. But um, this did not get received by by fans. No, uh, it didn't. You know... No, it, it didn't. For sure. Coming off of... When, when you raise the bar when it comes to the movies that you're putting out, people are, want that bar to be exceeded. Mm-hmm. They don't want anything below it. No, they don't. And this movie was below. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have so much mixed feelings about this movie. You know, like, I'm not saying it was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, but it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen in my life for sure. Um, I feel like you're right. They went from this huge extreme with b- making of Iron Man um, 
and then jumping into Iron Man 2 where there was a little I think it was still linear I don't think it had any growth in it as well but then the minute they got to Iron Man 3 they didn't take any initiative to try to do anything great especially because of all the advancements that we've seen in Tony Stark's suits in other movies yeah and I've watched like the animated movie I used to own it of of Iron Man mm-hmm. and the main villain in it is the Mandarin so I think people were looking forward to seeing a legitimate... And he did it as on, an actor, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Ben Kingsley is a great actor, but making it seem that he was the actual, like a fake version of the real Mandarin. Yeah. And, you know, there was a... a what I what I like about this movie is that it pays respect to the first movie. Because mm-hmm. in the first movie, the guy... Uh, the guy that ends up helping him in the cave to create the Mark One, mm-hmm. Tony Stark doesn't remember him that they had met at a convention. Right. And this movie starts off in that, that period. Con- in that convention. And it shows them meeting each other. Right. Right. Yeah. And at, at the same time, we don't see it until later that the main villain was also at that convention trying to show Tony some of the. Uh, the advancements that he's made right he's all nerdy and scraggly hair mm-hmm. and, uh, it, it's crazy because it shows one of it, 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 like if you think about it like these are two people in Tony Stark's life that he met in, a, in in his past right that he couldn't remember and that he didn't really even pay any attention to that were trying to introduce themselves to him right and one of them ends up helping him and the other one ends up trying to destroy him. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's so crazy. So John Favreau is. There could be a reason why this one probably didn't live up because he stepped away from the directing. He did. He did Iron Man one and two, but for whatever reason, he didn't take on the task of this one. I don't understand why directors do that. I mean, I don't get sometimes that. they're involved in other projects that they can't stay away in or. I mean, I, I I get it, but I think when it comes to the the MCU, we previously talked about how actors have to be locked into these long term contracts. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the same way for directors. I don't think it is either because you know we a lot of I don't think that is the case because we see directors like come and go all the time with certain things. And so the vil- I, the, I, the villains, there's multiple villains in this. Mm-hmm. They kind of have this, you know, mutant type of ability where if they're injected with this serum then they can kind of like uh, blow like, things up or yeah, like it, melt I, things or fire it, it didn't really do I don't feel like it did just the fact that I can't tell you enough about what was done or how that I like, think the concept of it was great mm-hmm. I think the concept of the power was great I think the way that it was utilized wasn't right I don't think like it was utilized in a way to where it would be memorable. And you would be like, oh man, that's an amazing ability, right? I think they just showed that these people have abilities and be able to do certain things, but they never actually like full on utilized them in a way that it would make you think like, oh man, I, that was a memorable moment. I think the uh, one of the biggest memorable moments is in this movie is where Tony talks to the media and calls out the Mandarin and gives him his address. <laughs> and so... And the dude shows and, up. And, and, yep. Yeah. And shoots, you know, 
uh, Sidewinder missiles through his window mm-hmm. and tears down his whole house and then and him this, having to try and save himself and he puts Pepper Potts in one of the suits and and this is the first time we see Pepper Potts in an actual Iron Man suit as well mm-hmm. and he gets tied up and all these wires and stuff uh, underwater and uh, he ends up escaping but somehow ejecting himself halfway across the country in the process right which is crazy I mean but I mean you get it because I guess Jarvis was damaged at the time you know so he just landed him there where he was at um, and he, he lands him in an area where he ends up uh, going into the this garage area of, of that kid uh, yeah because apparently there were um, veterans that were had died in this small town that he ends up landing in mm-hmm. and he gets his act together to kind of recreate and fix his suit with right. uh Hart, harley yeah ty simpkins yeah play harley harley and ty uh harley ends up being in, in, in game he was he was at the a end, lot of people were, funeral were like kid. Who's I, that kid? I, I, yeah i remember hey everybody knows who all these people at the end of Endgame were, but there was this one kid standing there, and then when it it came full circle that you, and you found out who it was, you appreciated... And you appreciated the fact that, that they had him in there. Mm-mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, I, yeah, again, this, can you, can, can you tell me how this movie helps with the rest of... No. ...of the movie? Like, where's the application of this movie... As far as it ties into, it, it just well, it inter- it introduces us to the um, to the um, the 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 ten rings or the four rings. I always forget. Is it ten or four? Did we ever come to that conclusion? Is it ten or four? Are we just? Am I just a moron that don't know? Is it ten rings, four rings? I don't know. I forget sitting here looking it up oh it's the ten rings ah, yeah okay i was right it's ten rings so we get the we get the introduction of them the ten rings mm-hmm. okay now those ten rings are going to play a part in the upcoming um um uh shang chi which i don't know anything about shang chi and the ten and the legend of the ten rings i know the the title of the movie i just don't know anything about the comic book character that's where that particular part is where it's going to play into the mcu timeline as far as phase four is coming into play but that seems like an awful lot of work to put out this movie only for that one thing well that's i get it i get it but here's the honesty if we wouldn't have had this this like year-long break Right, of not being able to watch any movies or have any of this stuff come out, we probably would have already seen it by now, and it'd explain a lot more to us, and it wouldn't have been as long of a drag out to get to. Get what I'm saying? But because we've had this long drag out time where we haven't even had any movies to kind of like fill in these gaps of what is going on with the phases, it seems kind of like why would they put that in there? You know? So. But well, I, I that's that, the only, that's the only, for me, I mean, as far as I've noticed, that's one of the only things that I've noticed that kind of ties that particular Iron Man into. I think the other thing that might, you might want to consider is the introduction of AIM. Yeah. That's part of it. it, it yeah. 
Yeah, that could be part and of it. We'll too. see what else they're going to do with that later on down in the MCU storyline as well. Right, 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 right. Um, one of the things that confused me a little bit about the movie is how um, at the end, kind of towards the end of the movie, we noted that um, what's his name gave Pepper Potts uh, those abilities to be able to, um, you know, that that power. That that they had, uh, Aldrin, 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 Christian, Killian, Killian, so Aldrin, Aldrin, Killian, right? Am I saying that right? I remember right. He he had his powers, and then he he did the same thing to Gwyneth Paltrow, Pepper Potts, and then she ended up having him at the end, mm-hmm. right? And then so, I mean, they never really specify did they fully take him away from her, or does she still have them, or like what, like because. Obviously, obviously, he couldn't just take him away. Yeah, and then, I don't understand because he just kind of left that, and then we see her again, and she's just like normal herself. So they just kind of like left that. They also, uh, Tony made the decision to destroy all of his, all of his gear, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, but there's one thing that I think people forget about this movie is that he also decided to undergo surgery. In he order did. to have the arc reactor removed, so he didn't need that anymore. No, so everything that was in a housed in that one particular unit was all like he said. He was just nano parts, you know. It wasn't didn't really have a functionality a functionality to it, to it to keep him alive anymore, like it once did. No, so which is I mean, which is I guess it's I guess it's great, you know. It's not like he still can't utilize the same powers. It's not like that. It needed to be connected to him in order for him to be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Which, but you're right. He ended up having the surgery and gets that all taken care of. You know, and then we think that's the end of Iron Man. And yeah. It's not. <laughs> oh, we, we know it's not. Going we know to it's be. not. So, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I like this this Iron Man movie wasn't. It, it wasn't really anything special. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it, it definitely could have been so much better. Um, but all in all, you know, it was just another movie that they had in the MCU. I, I, you're right. I don't really feel like this one was a total necessity, at least for for what we know right now. Maybe it tying into the Legend of the Ten Rings will come later. Well, but we've had a know. lot of movies between Iron Man three and a lot, now. a lot. So you figure you would, would get tied in somewhere. more glimpses of the things from that movie to tie into other movies later, other than just the main characters that were in it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They, I, I don't. I think that uh, I recently saw someone in one of the movies they. They zoomed in on his neck, and he had like a ten rings tattoo on his neck. Mm-hmm. But it, it's gonna play the the legend of the ten rings is gonna play a part, and because I think it's gonna be the replacement for like Hydra. Really, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do understand that. So I think that's gonna be what that is. I think because when we started off, we started off with Hydra trying to rule the world. Now we're moving into the Legend of the Ten Rings, taking over and trying to rule the world. It's my opinion. I don't know. Could it seems logical? You know, could it's a possibility. Yeah, but you so never know. I guess we're gonna um, have to wait 
we find out. Yeah, we definitely have to wait and find out. But it's coming, dude. It's dude. Everything's dropping right now. It's gonna happen. Just Lord willing, freaking oh. theaters open up. I know that Guardians of the Galaxy three is filming this year. Yeah, it is. But I mean, prior to that, we still got, um, we got um, the one I just said, the Legend of the Shanghai, the Legend of the Ten Rings coming out. We've got Black Widow coming out. We've got Doctor Strange. You got Spider Man. We got all this coming out here real soon. So, all, a lot of these questions are probably getting answered. Give us more to watch. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Got time for one more? Yeah, I think we can wrap this last this last one, this next one up real quick because this this next movie is the one that I watched the least, and it's the one that I if I'm gonna watch them in order, I I know that there's an important element in this because mm-hmm. there's a, uh, an appearance of one of the Infinity Stones in it, and that's the uh, Thor to the dark the dark world. Thor dark world. Yeah. This movie. Um, every time I see it, mm-hmm. I don't remember anything about it, and there's a reason for it, and it's just, it's probably the most boring out of all of the MCU movies, in my opinion. Really? It has, it has... Tell me how you really feel. It has the, uh, one of the Infinity Stones that they refer to as the Aether. The Aether, yeah. But it's actually the Reality Stone. Right. Um, it just... It fell flat. It, I, uh, I mean, there's there's dark elves and they're after the Infinity Stone, but we don't know why. We don't know what they want to use it for. I'm assuming it's a weapon. The the Infinity Stone in form of this like, I want to say a, a smoke. Mm. You know, like a. An aura, like this red aura, yeah. ends up taking over Jane Foster. Yeah. So that was a, uh, Natalie Portman's excuse not to be in this movie. <laughs> um, and just everything just seemed bland, and it, it you went from Thor that was eh, yeah. oh, it was okay yeah. to yeah. okay this is your second chance. Yeah. We saw. We saw how awesome he was in the Avengers. This is your second opportunity to bring it to the table, and uh, you failed again. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then you have Loki tricking him again, thinking tricking him that again, he's, that dead. he's dead. Yeah. It's like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't. Uh, this is the worst out of all. I mean, what do you think? Uh, you said earlier that you weren't a fan of uh, I, I, of the first one. Right. Yeah, I was definitely not a fan of the first one. But as, I, I, what do you think about the second one compared to the first? As far as as far as I'm concerned, the look, I have stated this in the past, and I'll say it again. Okay. As far as Thor movies are concerned, for me, okay, it really doesn't start for me until Thor Ragnarok. Like that, feel like that's the moment that they got Thor right, and that's the moment that I actually feel like I really enjoyed a Thor movie. Okay, Thor, the original Thor and Thor, uh, Dark World. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, they played their parts and they had their oper- they had their their pieces that they added to the puzzle of the MCU that they needed to add, right? And in, 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 
uh, bringing to us Infinity Stones, introducing us to characters, showing us some backstory on certain characters and whatnot like that, that we probably definitely needed. Okay, with Loki and Thor and Jane Foster and like I said, the Infinity Stones that we needed to have, the elements that we needed to have there, introducing us to Adgore, Asgard, showing us different, you know, you know, parts in time that we needed to have in order to kind of build on the storyline for the MCU. Get it, got it, good, whatever. But as far as I'm concerned, I really didn't enjoy neither one of the Thor movies at all. Until Ragnarok. Until Ragnarok. Yeah, I... I... I, it, I agree with you. Ragnarok's yeah. the best of the three. It's totally the best of the three. It, it's by far the best of the three. And it's crazy to me. It's so crazy to me to think that Thor is the only Avenger, right, at this point right now that is going to have four movies. Mm-hmm. Four. And I, the next one's going to probably be just as good, if not better, because it's the same director that did Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I would I would be so shocked out of my mind if this next Thor movie doesn't, you know, push the envelope a little bit more than where, than what it was, than, 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 than where we've been with Thor previous, prior. The other thing, the one thing that I feel like I can really appreciate about Thor Dark World is that there's an element of it where a dark elf ship crashes in London. Mm -hmm. That uh, ties into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have to then go to that location as kind of like the cleanup crew from the damage that's caused. Other than that, that's it. That's it. That was the only thing that I, I liked about it. Yeah, totally. I, I'm totally agreeing to this, and um, I felt it was unfortunate. I felt it could have been done so much better. I wish they would have made the Thor movies better, because I'm a huge dude. I wish they would have played more into that Viking, like you know, parts of him. You know that 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 whole element, that whole vibe. I wish they would have done more with that. You know, made him this Viking god Thor that he usually is, and just give us that feeling of it. But they didn't. I think they missed the bar because I totally enjoyed that that time, that that era. You know, like if like I love this. Like I mentioned it before, I love this show on um, on uh, Prime called Vikings, right? And I kind of wish that it would have had some of that vibe to it. I don't know, just me. Like especially for the first one, I was disappointed. I'm so disappointed. But anyway, that's it. For yeah, our, that's our for segment us, today, man. yeah, we're, gonna we're definitely going to pick this up in our next segment and keep yeah. going with it. And at some point, uh, hopefully, we can wrap it up. Or we might press pause to bring you a, a whole WandaVision episode because WandaVision is ending yeah. uh, next week. Definitely. Or is th- actually, this week. This is the last episode of WandaVision. So we might press pause on this uh, just to bring it, like you said, to bring you a WandaVision uh uh, episode like a palate cleanser episode of just yeah, WandaVision exactly and then we'll jump back into this MCU for sure um, but with that being said we thank you so much for your time yeah. listening to us and uh, until, hope you enjoyed yeah until again stay safe and peace out <laughs>